What is up and welcome in to the Easy Smoke and the GM Podcast. I'm your host, Ezra McCann, and I'm joined as always by my outstanding co-host. He's a Chicago Public League legend. He's a Simeon legend. He's a Grambling State legend. He played second base for the Tigers back in the day. He was all swack. It's Brandon Williams, a.k.a. Coach Smoke. And we've got our NFL draft analyst for NBC Sports Chicago. You can catch all his work on the Undercenter podcast, on uh, Football Night in Chicago, anywhere NBC Sports Chicago's got content, you'll catch my man Glenn Morgan. He's our GM. Gentlemen, I don't even know how to explain what happened in Kansas City on Sunday. <laughs> I, I think the only, the only word I can I can think of just just embarrassment is, is what happened Sunday. Use analogy. I'm sorry, I was breaking up my bed. No, go ahead, go ahead. No, you what? You're good. Uh, I was going to say, use the analogy of the fantasy game that you just booked my ass on. You, you, that, <laughs> you can make the comparison between – it's like the combination of the Bears and the Broncos getting their ass whooped is what happened to me while fantasy teams met. Yeah, by the way, I, 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 beat, I beat GM in, uh, in fantasy this week, 196 to 91. Insane. Well, he, he might be able to score a couple more points here. There's two minutes to go in the uh, in the Rams-Bengals uh, game. So maybe – Kyron, Kyron Williams can get him a couple more points. But, yeah, uh, total annihilation. But uh, nobody wants to hear about my fantasy team and how, how great it is. I mean, maybe we do. <laughs> better than let's talk about the Bears. Because <laughs> I'm real team, man. They, man. I mean, I, 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 I actually, I was feeling good. You know, the first, first possession of the game, uh, Kansas City gets it, and they go six and out. Six and out. Good. Force him to punt, and at that point, I'm like, you know, all right, all right I can, we can, we can do this. We can hang with him. You know, the the twelve and a half points isn't isn't that bad. We we punt. We we end up. Did we go three and out? No. Uh, we we got the first we, down, and then we drove that. We drove into uh their territory, and then we and then ended up. We ended up punting, and uh, yeah, then it was like hot knife to a, to butter. Really? Yes, it was. They just That's drove true. down the field so easy. Kinda, but I mean, the the fourteen and nothing was like okay. All right, we we took a couple of punches. All right, go go back to your corner. You know, come out with a you know, come out you know a little more defensive, <laughs> but but you know, get your jab to go on. You know, reestablish your jab, reestablish your jab, and and, and then the the last four minutes of the second quarter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just just completely fell apart. Like, just completely fell apart. I mean, defensively, like I like I said at the beginning of the year, I didn't I I didn't understand how you know you could think this team was going to win ten games this year, and their defensive line is the way it is. No pass rush, no type of pressure on Mahomes yesterday. He had all day to do whatever he wanted to. And even when he when he when he was pressured that once or two times, you know, he was able to get out of there. Yeah, yeah. Um, Run stopping, they 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 can't stop the run. Once again, defensive line getting getting pushed around. Uh, Linebackers, you spent you spent all that money on, can't do anything because the defensive line's in the lap, and then your your secondary is decimated by injury. Yes, so. Defensively, I don't know how they can get any better going forward. 
getting healthy will help. Um, learning, he, he he's going to have whoever, whether it's Eberflus or if they hire DC, is going to have to find ways to get this defensive line to fabricate some kind of faux pressure. I don't know if it's more stunting. Um, they don't, don't do any of that. I know. I don't know if it's more twist. They that's what I mean. You gotta find some way if it's you know if some way to angle your certain plays, angle your your your, your linemen so that they can maybe you know force something in a certain direction with where you have it, your your coverage. I mean, you're gonna have to really think this through. You can't just put them out there and say, All right, go be your best selves. That's just not working. No hmm. one, no one sets the edge. Um no one. No well, that's, that edge. was really bad. When, no when you're tied in, when your announcer who's in the tight, who's a former tight ends in the booth is saying, "Look at this! No one's setting an edge. Look at all this open space. There's a big old area where they're like, you know, anybody could run." Uh, and, and remember, that was part of the reason why some of those guys were let go, like Gibson and the other guy, because they didn't set the edge. I'm like, "Well, shit! If, if they weren't setting the edge, wait, I'm sorry. I I thought Travis Gibson was the best defensive player." On the field during the preseason, he's just not consistent. He's better than uh, what they got out there right now. And I know Walker mm-hmm. had eight sacks last year, and Ngakwe had eight sacks last year. Different teams. But what does that what does that say? It says to me that they were different teams. That that tells me they they had eight good plays last year that we know of. What else were they doing? We don't we don't know that. It tells me they were on different teams that utilize them in the capacity that they're best utilized for, which is what this coaching staff is really looking like they're unable to do. You know, I, I really believe last year they we were so bereft of talent that anything that they did looked like they may be in the coaching staff, looked like they were doing something. Well, they're making adjustments. Well, I mean, yeah, the talent is so bad. Even a little bit of adjustment looked like something. Like, like it masked, I think that the, the the, the low expectations, the realization that, you know, we're probably going to be getting a high draft pick, uh, that the talent, that we traded away some of the good players we had so we could get some more picks. All these things kind of mass what we thought was a coaching staff that was learning at the same time that, you know, the young quarterbacks learning. You know, there were a lot of built-in excuses is my point mm-hmm. for, or, or reasons as to why this coaching staff should – we should feel good going forward. Like, hey, you know, they learned from last year. They can build on this. But, like, it's like every announcing team is like, and I, I don't believe that Justin has to be a running quarterback to be effective, but every announcing team that's announcing our games is like, well, they were running him last year. He led the league in rushing. Like, why don't they have any plays? You know, it's like, it's like you're not even building off of what you did last year and building yeah. around that. You, you're, it's like you're completely going away from, like completely, like we get you going to matriculate away from it, but to go completely away from it to something that you're not doing well, it, it seems like you're you're creating more problems for yourself that are manifesting issues that didn't necessarily have to be, and then you're compounding. It's like compound interest going in the wrong direction. And I'll say this right quick. I know we're going to talk more about it. I get see, in my opinion, needs to go yesterday. Yep, because it's like, dude. I'm watching and watching, you know, Monday night, you know, we get these back-to-back games we've been having for a while and all the games on Sunday and 
and you know, I'm watching all 22 when I can, all this stuff. And I'm watching, I'm like, okay, you hear every time it's, it's a K, it's an age show, ad, age old adage of it's a copycat league. I'm like, look, motherfucker, if you can't create a play, if you can't creatively like design a play, let's take all the plays that are working on TV. Like, like, dude, just take some of these plays and just make it make part of your playbook and see how I mean, like literally see how every person moves, slow it down frame by frame. You have so much speed. You bring we're not using it. You bring up the fact that it's a copycat league. Aren't we supposed to be running the McVay, Shanahan, McDaniel style offense? I don't. Yeah. I don't see that. We are as opposed to to oh, we are. these other we teams. Are. are we? Oh, definitely. It's like I, an maybe, alphabet maybe, soup. Like an alphabet. Maybe we soup. are. Just just just, your, it just it just don't look right. We just got to get your spoon in there and spill it the right way. So Man. just so basically our personnel doesn't no. fit those systems. No, our personnel's fine. I, I really would do what have we seen Velas or Tyler Scott do a mesh route? We got all the speed. I'm not seeing any mesh routes. I'm not seeing any guys just going underneath making teams. The only only time we 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 stretch someone horizontally is we want to throw a bullshit ass wide receiver screen to the left or to the right. By the way, no no screens in, in yesterday's game. That's the other thing. It's like No, we do one. <laughs> that was one. We have one. We have <laughs> one. We have one. And <laughs> and on that one, it's Adam Hogue. Everyone loves to do you know, put the screenshots of Justin missing a wide open guy. But Adam Hogue put a screenshot of a screenplay that only had what the Her- the Herbert fumble. Only had Herbert and one blocker and four defenders. That was that was a that, that yeah okay. That was the <laughs> one screenplay, and and he was saying that you know initially because Justin checked into it. He was saying initially he was like when he saw the screenshot like why the hell would he check into that if we don't have the men going over there to block it like. But then he said he was informed that the defense showed the look that was appropriate for him to check into that play. But that play was terrible. Mm. So Justin did right, but the design was awful. Yes. Mm. And that's, dude, perfect. Perfect. Because remember that one sack? They had on Justin. I, I first I got mad at the left tackle. I'm like, how the hell did you not pick up number 50? Come on off the edge like that. Off the, the linebacker blitz, uh, the outside linebacker, yeah. right outside linebacker blitzing. And I'm like, how did you not? <laughs> because he had Herbert to the right of him, but then a tight end was to the right, and both of those guys leaked out right when the play was hiked. Mm-hmm. And I remember what Ez always says: if you're an offensive lineman, you never want to get beat inside. You know, and so the left tackle. The guy for the inside, I'm like, well, I can't blame him. Five fifty yeah, was just fir- like, yeah, your your first your first responsibility is always inside first because right. that's that's the quickest way to the quarterback. To the quarterback, exactly. And so when I re- rewound it and played it back, I'm looking at fifty, and I said, oh my god, fifty has to be like laughing, like, oh my god, did they really just do this? But it gonna be there, and dude, he took off like a rocket, and Justin, Justin didn't have a chance. I'm like, dude, that's play design right there. That that is just play design. And, and the example you just gave, Smoke, it's like there's so many things where it's like the play design is just bad. It's not. It's like it's inexcusable. 
that's that's the that's that's the one. I mean, uh, of the many things, Getsy's got to go. Like change him now because keeping him, uh, like what are you keeping him for? The hope that he learns how to get better so that he's by the time the end of seasons he's barely average as an OC. No, learn that on somebody else's time, dude. Go back yeah. to being a quarterback well, coach or video who, game. You know who who are you announcer. gonna bring? Who are you gonna bring in then? Ah, you got you get you got to change it up. Yes, you got to change it up. I don't care, dude. Is somebody is the running back coach? Can he do better? Can the wide receiver I mean, coach do better? Is I mean, there some unemployed. I mean, dude out I there? mean, we talk about stability. We already don't have a defensive coordinator, right? This is what I'm saying. It, right now, there's nothing here that's you got drawing you to keep anyway. them, right? So you so got at this you point, got you got to see if somebody can draw something out of these guys because clearly Getsy isn't. You got, you got, uh, yeah, Getsy is in his one year and three games into being an offense coordinator. Uh, who was the quarterback coach? What was his name? Uh, um, Janoko or something like that. Andrew Janoko. I know he's been a, he's been a quarterback coach. I don't know who's ever coordinated an offense before. Uh, I don't think any of these guys have. They all, these all are uh, younger guys. For the most part, on the on the offensive staff, now go so, call, go 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 call Greg Roman. Thank you. I mean, seriously, go call him. People want to be so upset of how he utilized Lamar Jackson, but Lamar Jackson was a unanimous MVP under him. Like, and and let's just be honest here with this new installed passing game in Baltimore. Lamar Jackson hasn't looked that great this season. So far, you know, so like, I mean, like, I mean, it's, it will take time, but I mean, but like, what what Roman was doing was working over there. I get it. You want to you you're using that as a excuse as to him getting injured when even though he's always gotten injured throwing a pass in the pocket, you know, like like that, that has never been because of Roman. But like, like, how about you go try that? Like try, like got to try something, man. It, it's 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 unbearable, and and the only person that is getting the the heat for this is Justin. You know, and it's like no, no, he's not. No, he's not playing good, great. He has his faults, but when you when you go back and look at that, because like you know you all know I'm during games I'm 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 sending message hey when we record because I'd be ready to go right then and there but then it's like but then it's like you know what no it's good that we wait because then you can go back and really watch and now you take your emotions out of it and you actually see and it's like what the hell are we running guys aren't getting open guys are in the same vicinity too often to where it's clustered up. So who, where does Justin even have to go to the go with the ball? It, it's 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 just all bad. On top of, you know, everyone talking about him missing guys, but then when he make a perfect throw, the guy we Man. bring in, he drops it clean. Man, drops that was it. a bad drop. Claypool can't yeah. bring down yeah. contested catches. You know, yeah, DJ, DJ, Moore DJ Moore earlier. He, you got to make that catch. DJ Moore earlier in the game, to me, gave up on a route when Justin, it looked like Justin overthrew him, but you can clearly see he gave up on the route. But one thing Greg Olson said in that game that 
the 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 Justin Field haters want to ignore is these guys aren't getting open. Greg Olson said <laughs> that on TV. Even when yes. even when Moore made the little one arm catch, he say, but even still, he's not open. <laughs> he's it's no separation. That's just a good throw. Like it, it's so why it's so why I I I want to know why that is. And this has been happening. This is this it's goes been a religious back, thing. This goes back to yeah, to, to before Nagy got here. Guys like, just do not for whatever reason open. do not get open. It's like I'm watching all these games. I'm watching tonight's game. I'm watching the Eagles and and um and the Bucks. Um Cincinnati and, and the Rams just went off. Damn near every play, I see at least somebody gets to an open spot and is able to, you know, at least make some type of play. You know, it may not, it may not be, you know, a home run play, but you're gonna get some yards. The Bears can't do that. They had yeah. what? Justin threw for under 100 yards yesterday. Yep. That can't you you can't do that. You can't do that and expect to win. Well, it's all on catch it. Two catches we've been a lot closer to two, almost two hundred yards. Yeah, yeah. two catches 60. definitely. Yeah, yeah, that's about, that's about sixty plus yards, sixty to seventy yards that those guys dropped. <laughs> I mean, you know, uh, and then you don't know where that goes after that because yeah. I think after both drops, there were turnovers right after them. I think yep. after the Claypool's drop, the fumble came after after Moore's drop, interception. the interception, interception. Yeah, so it's like you know, and that's I swear to God, dude, it's like. This is why I come away with saying I have a lot more, I'm a lot less critical of Justin after this week than I was prior to. Even some of the criticism I was waiting to hold, I'm like, I don't even think I need to really extend because I'm, I'm as we're watching this and I'm seeing it, I'm like, okay, play design is bad. Receivers are dropping balls. And then Justin has to be damn near perfect. Like there's a couple of times where I'm like, Justin, you make the adjustment and like the the, the 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 protection adjustment, you know, and he's some of the stuff like you mentioned earlier, maybe he's not even doing it right or he's checking the plays and so I'm like, I'm like, dude, you gotta be Tom Brady and have all the experience in the world just to be able to slide protect the right way and get people in the right spot. And asking a third year quarterback with a second year offensive coordinator. You know, in a bad situation, with that's a makeshift offensive line. What a makeshift offensive line. And here's the thing: I'm not even pissed at the offensive line like I was. Like these dudes are getting hung out to dry sometimes. Mm-hmm. Justin may hold on to the ball for a while. The receivers aren't getting open, or the design is bad, and so they're left looking like they're not blocking the right guy. And guys are coming free, but it's like, well, dude, you got set up by the play design. And that's that's saying that the offensive line doesn't make mistakes. My point is, like, nobody – it's almost like nobody can make a mistake because it's like a compounded mistake because of something else that was laid – like, the bat – there was a foundation laid ahead of time that was like, there's no way you're going to – this is going to work unless y'all just get lucky. And a lot of times last year, getting lucky was Justin running after the fact. Yeah, you bring up the makeshift offensive line. Only one guy was slated – that was slated as a starter before the season began. Rookie? Was playing in his yeah, and that's the rookie Darnell Wright. Uh, Whitehair was supposed to be at center, but he's at left guard. Uh, Borum started at left tackle yesterday because Bryson Jones is hurt. You had uh, Carter at right guard because Nate Davis family was uh, there. Yeah, he was there, but he hasn't practiced. 
So he's got to work himself into shape because I think he only practiced twice during the preseason. That, what can you expect from that? And you're going up against the Super Bowl champs. But you want to keep running screens with a makeshift line. That's a timing thing. Like, are you kidding? I don't, I don't, I don't know. So, so, and so clearly the mandate was, you run a fucking screen. You run more than two screens this week. You're out of here because he only really ran that one. I mean, dude, it's and then that was Justin checked into. It. Go to hey, hey, I didn't call it. He checked into it. Don't fire. <laughs> I told you no more screens. I told you no more screens. Goddamn it! And it finally threw a slam pass. And oh, surprise, surprise, work for a touchdown. Um, I, I mean, dude, I'm, I'm watching. You know, again, we keep alluding to we watch all these other games that other teams seem to be doing things. The Cincinnati game tonight, you know, Jamar Chase was frustrated for the last two. Jamar Chase is frustrated because he's not getting the ball. It's like, dude, you done lost your damn mind if you're on this team. <laughs> but Jamar Chase is like, hey, I need to get the ball in my hands, blah, blah, blah. They kept, they being the, the telecast, kept talking about how much he was moved around. That mm-hmm. dude was everywhere. He was playing primarily in the slot tonight, but they moved him everywhere, everywhere. It's like, dude, you have talent. You got DJ Moore. He's an accomplished enough receiver. You can play him anywhere. When we got this team situated from the draft and free agency, and you look at the roster, I'm like, dude, there's a lot of interchangeable parts here. I'm like, man, they can do a lot of stuff here. Dude, with the tight ends even used yesterday? Were we use? Are we? We got no. two tight ends. Are we using them in a twelve? You know, package at all to get them to? You know, well, they did bring Mercedes Lewis in the block. Yeah, okay. Thanks. Thanks for that. Um, hell, what am I left saying? I'm saying they they use they use the tight end for something. Yeah, just not what tackle. we need them to do. All right, put him at left tackle. Shit. Um, and, and then do your screens with him. Um dude, it's like there's Tunyon on the team. I mean, hmm. can can we do some crossing routes with the tight ends? Can you do a quick, you know, out pass? I mean, there's like there's nothing. Here's the other thing. You want to get your young quarterback – okay, let, let's say for shits and giggles, you want to get Justin going and you want him to get a rhythm. How about to establish a rhythm, you stop making him throw 15, 20 yards downfield? How about you do some quick five-yard slants, some five-yard outs, quick curls? I mean, short passes, challenge in the middle of the field so the defense at least is like, oh, okay, we need to pay attention to the middle of the field. But these two, like everything's perimeter. Like, okay. I'm seeing everyone, everyone goes out. That's what y'all want to do. We'll just meet you there. There's so many times. It feels like, it feels like they just go out and run routes and they run right into, into the man coverage. Yeah. That's what it looks like. And the defense is like, it's because the defense knows where they're going before they get there. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's like, dude, we'll meet you at the ball. (laughs) <laughs> but, we'll be, but we'll be there first. I mean, when the defense knows, and here's the other thing. I, I, I keep hearing oh, the Bears running game is horrible. I'm like, every time I'm watching, I'm like, dude, they're getting five yards a run. Six, I'm like, this is good. I mean, every now and again, someone's going to stop you from getting, you know, you're going to get tackled for a two-yard gain. It's just the football. Mm-hmm. It's just going to happen. But I'm like, dude. I'm see. I'm like, man, it's a good run. That's another good run. Mm-hmm. That's a good run. They they go and then all of a sudden it's just like crickets. But they then when we get, but then when we get in third and and manageable, you we run. But we we run 
stupid routes. Stupid routes. Long routes. We had third and six, and we had Moore and Mooney run 15-yard stop routes on third and six. Why? Let's get to the, just get to the marker. Why? Like, Let's get to the marker. At some point, these receivers, they got to improvise, man. Bring your speed guys in and run some crossing routes. Run some slants. Run some underneath routes where you got to spread them out. I and mean, if you want to do that bullshit, just use the speed to scare them. Yeah. I mean, look, man, I I questioned when he got hired because I'm like, okay, this is one of these bullshit. They're going to call it a diversity hire. And, you know, he's a person of color, although, I mean, okay, if you say so. But the dude down in Miami – you're like you're, you're you're like the cool nerd dude, mm-hmm. and, and, and you're what Mike Mark Trustman should have been for the Bears. Because... <laughs> By the way, did you know that he played receiver? Uh, Mike McDaniel played receiver for Yale. He looks like he did. I believe it. I, I didn't know that. I found that out. Uh, they did a feature on him last week. That makes sense to me. Yeah, but, but dude, it's like the Dolphins are utilizing their speed and they're scaring the hell out of everybody. You got a rookie running back who plays sparingly in preseason because a little bit of Nick injuries here and there. Dude runs for 200 yards. And then the other guy that you used to kill me runs for four touchdowns and 82 yards. <laughs> Tyreek is on, he and Justin Jefferson are on a pace to break 2,000 yards. And this is all they did us without Waddle. Yep. Both those guys. <laughs> and it's, it's, it's crazy, dude, because it's like they're just. He's utilizing talent. And like Tua is getting rid of the ball so quick because he's like, okay, and that's where the coaching comes in. If you see this, go here with that. This should be open. Now, look, everything is great in September. We'll see what Miami is like when it starts getting cold and, you know, and people get a little to see a little bit more of what they're doing and see how the adjustments make. But damn, dude, they're playing with house money at this point. You didn't drop they, 70 on Miami. They put 70 points up. And, and I, don't, and I don't know how you. I don't know how you slow that down. I, I do. You put uh, it in cold on some cold ice. Cold weather. Yeah, okay. you, you, That's it. You, you That's get your you holes got. out. That's you no one's looking so, the night before. You get your holes out. You put water out there on the field. <laughs> make it icy. That's all you can hope. Turn That's it into the ice hope. bowl. Okay. It's, it's this is just QB hell here, man. It's like, how do we keep getting this offense thing wrong? Why why are we the ones never getting the OC that can build off of the talent we got? Well, you know what, though? Everybody talks about how the Bears always, it's always the defensive. They always go for the defensive coach, blah, blah, blah. We had an offensive coach. We had the guru. And that didn't bring us nothing. So we had so, the wrong guru. So what is it? Well, well, the guru put 41 up on us yesterday. That ain't hard to do. <laughs> so I what is it? it? That's, a, that's the second. That's the second guy. I'm sorry. I thought you were about Tressman. I forgot about I for, I forgot. Well, that was, Tress, that was Tressman, Tressman too. I forgot about uh but two, we of had, our last, didn't... two of our last four were offensive guys. Well, we could score with Trustman. They just made bad decisions. And then it just we couldn't stop anybody. Defense was horrible. And then it just, you know, then it lost the locker room and everything like that. I think the answer to your question is 
What's the one constant? You got a family that doesn't know what it's doing. Well, to me, they hire they hire people to help them find people. Well, now you you got a team president. So the question is, is he going to be tolerant of this? And mind you, he didn't Man, he look. didn't hire he didn't hire the GM. He didn't hire the head coach. Is he going to be tolerant of it? Stop, dude. Look, look. I don't know Kevin Warren. Never met him. I have a lot of respect for all the things he's accomplished and the things I believe he will accomplish going forward. That being said, I think Kevin's like, I came in here to get a stadium. And once that's done, I like, look, what's the GM doing? Like, like that's his job. Do your job. My job is to keep the money coming. <laughs> so Okay, so you hired, then you hired another Ted Phillips then? Yes. Yes. Right. Dude, do you think, okay, if, if, if you were hiring, if you were hiring someone to oversee all your operations, why would you hire him after your GM and your head coach are already been hired. That should have been the first guy you got so that he could hire the GM. And then the GM could hire the coach. That's how you probably should do it. And then the coach hires his staff. Yeah, we do the shit all in a different direction. That's right. So Poles and Eberflus were already established. You bring in Kevin Warren. Kevin Warren is here to make you money. That's it. I mean, we, That's we, all. we did it completely backwards, though. Eberflus was pretty much hired before we even got the GM. Yes, exactly. So what's the no, Paul, Wait, Paul's hired Eberflus. No, Eberflus. No, he we signed off to, on it. We were down to two candidates mm-hmm. when they hired Poles. Yep. Eberflus exactly. was already listed as a finalist. Yep. It was down to Eberflus, and I want to say it might have been uh, – the old coach, coach, black guy, Jim Caldwell. Uh, Jim Caldwell, I think. I can't remember. I can't remember, but I know. Wait, wait, Jim Caldwell interviewed for the Bears head coaching job. I didn't. I didn't remember that. I believe so. If he didn't, I'm I'm wrong, but I know it was Eberflus and one other. Somebody, I don't I don't remember, so I I can't remember uh, that. I'm, I'm I'm with me 100. It was Eberflus and somebody else, and Paul's more or less like, yeah, I'm cool with it. That's how that came across. If you're telling me Jim Caldwell was the finalist and he didn't get the job, I feel like I would have been really upset about that. Because I would have wanted Jim Caldwell. But if Jim Caldwell uh, interviewed Forrest and no one told you, you know that he interviewed. (laughs) (laughs) I'm saying if that became public knowledge, I'm I'm pissed off right now that he's not the guy. It it gets overshadowed by a black GM. See what I'm saying? Yeah, so so, yeah. so so you're not gonna be pissed because I'll oh, get black gym. Okay, well, hey, all right, they do something different. Well, it's, hey, not, we have black it's, president. Not, it's not just that. This is a guy that freaking coached Peyton Manning. This is a guy that had the lines in back to back winning seasons. Yeah. And in a playoff run. And they fired him. Playoff appearance, not run, but playoff appearance. And they fired him. They were nine and seven back to back. That's not good enough for us here in Detroit. <laughs> Did they hire each factor, whatever the hell his name is? Yeah, it's it's just, it's dumpster fire here, man. All right, so uh, we got the Broncos coming to town. Thank right. trash can bowl. Now here we go. The Broncos gave up seventy, right? Mm-hmm. Lost seventy to twenty. Yeah, yeah. Which means they lost by fifty points. Exactly, exactly. And they are right now 
Let me let me make sure I get the number right. Right, thirty second in defense. I don't I don't want to uh I don't want to be wrong here. Uh, Bears Broncos. They're the favorite. Bears. The Broncos are the favorite. Why? Because they got a head coach that nobody likes. I can't imagine the people on that team like him. Three and a half point I'll favorites. On the, the road, and you got 70 hung on you. <laughs> I'm taking the Bears. On Bears Sunday. Are three point, Bears are three-point underdog? Yeah, three and yep. a half point. I'm, I'm taking the Bears, and Bears, um, the Bears are going to win outright. Unbelievable. That's, that, that's really just that, stoked now, the coals right there. That is, this, that is disrespectful. Yeah. That is disrespectful. Oh, hey, we earned this disrespect. Mm. Well, no, no, no doubt. Wait, wait, no doubt. We we can't argue what we Vegas can, is thinking yeah, right now. You're right. But I'm saying in that locker room, in that yeah. building at, at Hallis Hall, right. that's that's that should be disrespectful to them. And and who should take it disrespectful is Matt Eberfuse. Yeah, because yes. what because why they are the favorite? It's not because their defense stink like ours, it's because their offense Ooh. They believe their offense will score better on our weak well, ass defense than we would on theirs. They 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 did they did score twenty points yesterday. That's what I'm saying. That's why they're the favorite. They scored uh, they scored twenty and actually Russell Wilson's uh, I think his QB rating and and numbers are better this year than at this point last year. Oh wait. Yeah. Yet, yet last year they were two and one at this point. Yeah, yeah. Mister, Mister, <laughs> Mister Sean Payton, who everyone That's... loves to elevate. Mister, I want to, I want to talk shit about Nathaniel Hackett and his staff. <laughs> and now everybody wants to provide him with an excuse. It was really bad. No, 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 no. Bump that. He just got seventy put on him. Yes. And that's the re. I think that's the reason why they're favorite because Sean Payton is a quote unquote more respected and acclaimed, and which he is, than than Eberflus. I think it's a head coaching. And I don't think they use the players on the field. I think they look at the head coaches and go, well, this head coach is better. He's a better bad head coach than he is. So he, we'll he, take should, this guy. he should be able to beat Matt Eberflus. Yeah. Well and that may be the case. We, we look dude, 13 straight losses, 25 and, plus points or more given up and all those Yeah, losses. we're we're coming up on one one full season. Yeah. The equivalent of one full season of losses. If they lose the next, well, who they got? They got they got Denver coming up this week. They Denver, got we they got, got Washington. We got, we got winnable and got games, Minna, and then they got Minnesota. All our games are winnable, with the exception of last Sunday. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. going into the season, going into the season, every game was winnable, with the exception of the Kansas City game. You can maybe argue the Chargers, but they always fuck around and keep themselves out of the loop because they find ways to screw themselves over. So that makes it winnable. Yeah, just they tried. Happen. They tried yesterday. It, it was both both did. teams. Both teams find ways to lose games. It's just who's going to find <laughs> it to lose the worst. <laughs> the Vikings give it to the team. Man, the Vikings but, are great in fantasy, but ugh. Oh, my God. Those guys were 11 straight turnovers, like 11, 11 lost fumbles. Like, who? That, that never, almost that just happened in the season. And they got it done, like, with three games. So the next let's let's say let's 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 fast forward. You lose the next three. You're only six. What 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 are we doing here? 
you, you got to make Missy, you got to change the mode and make a statement. So what's and that statement? You got to let go of the coaches. No matter no matter what we have to come in behind them, you have to make a statement. You have to try to change the voice. This this upcoming week against the Broncos is really it for me. Yeah, me too. I I don't think you wait the next three. I think you this game against the Broncos. This is thus far the most winnable game we have. Judging off what they just gave up, 70 points to that team. Last year, I get it, last year we looked completely different last year. But last year we played the Dolphins and it came down to a last possession. Yeah. It came down to a last possession with the Dolphins last year. So, like, if we can't, if if somehow their, their offense, which has looked better this year, but if their offense run rampant on us and our offense can't run rampant on that terrible defense, changes have to be made. Now, if it turns out to be a shootout because both defenses suck, <laughs> then that's the only thing Eberflus can hope for. Getsy so, definitely got to hope for that. But so like you're saying, you 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 want a, a, a 35-31 style game then and that's what you and that's that would, that would give you some that would give you some some hope going forward not not no hope no hope not no hope because our defense is still trash <laughs> see i don't think the defense is as trashy as it's I, been looking i think it is it it's been ineffective and i think there are things i'll put it this way okay results wise yes can't argue that. So I, I don't mean to, to to be disingenuous and say that they're not trash. They have in one sack in three weeks. Yes, results wise, they are trash. I, I'm not I'm not going to argue that or even debate that. But what I see are are things that they can do that are extremely correctable. It's like, dude, um, start doing some twists, find ways to free up your guys. Start utilizing your off your defensive line rotation and get guys out there. That can do stuff and find where find 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 places where they can win. Like if the offensive line is weakest at the right tackle, put your best pass rusher. Don't keep a Gakwe on the left side on the right side. Move to the left side. As 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 Kansas you know City did. Just move move people to Chris find Jones out. is in the middle. He was on the ends. Yes, it's it's, yeah. it's like dude. I mean, I I understand running from one side to the other. How you move, let's take a step forward, maybe a little different. But at this point, look, make it happen. You Let's can see, beat this, this dude one on one. You know, you you can beat this right tackle. And Gakwe, you get over here. You know, if 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 they're running to your left, if if, this, if the offense runs primarily to its left side, don't leave Ngakwe on the right side because he's not holding uh, the edge well. I think your, they are. They they are switching him up though. I saw him on the left side a few times. When you do it, I guess is what I'm saying. I, do it not as we're so I just don't I just do don't stuff. think he's that effective. Look, he, he's here and, and we got him, and there's a reason why he's averaged eight sacks or more a season. We gotta find a way to do it. And it's not just him. Yeah. I'm just saying, I'm just saying him along with other people, find out what that mix is and switch some it's, things up. 
I, also, I, with the defense. Mm, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Like I said, with their secondary, a lot of things like they just keep falling every week. We keep yeah, losing I, like two a game. I I can't I can't and, I can't and, put too and, much on the secondary. And Briska's hurt. Every right. game, Brisk, and come back hurt. Right. Yeah, <laughs> somebody told us I was listening on the radio today, and, and somebody said he's like Bob Sanders, you know, great player, oh, but he mm-hmm. always hitting somebody and hurting himself. Right. Well, Stevenson seems to be the same way because he yeah. about knocked himself out. The Crazy game thing, too. I like. By Stevenson. the way, that penalty on Stevenson was bull. I, how, what else is he supposed BS. to do at that point? It was BS. He led with his shoulder, and dude fell a certain way. Yeah. The, it, the it, crazy what thing was to do. <laughs> The crazy thing with Stevenson, I love him. Yeah, me too. Because he's going all out. Yes. He's going all out. And he's getting a personal foul every game. So I can't. <laughs> <laughs> he's getting a personal foul every game. I love it, though, because he's playing. It's reckless, but it's it's effort, it's effort. is what they, I see. But dude, they keep. There's so many times they keep missing interceptions. Like the interceptions are there to be made, like every game. They have a chance early in the game to make a pick, which could change a lot of things. Yeah. And then they don't. And then they get they keep getting hurt on third and long. Now, for whatever reason, whatever kind of zone bullshit we're playing on third and long, that's that's the thing you gotta you gotta stop being afraid at that point. Like whatever you would do on a first or second, do the same thing on third. That's and that's what I was about to say when you were talking. Like, I would love to see us just just one game. Let's just go, man, and send pressure. Let's go, man, and see if we can get pressure on the quarterback. Because that's what teams do to us. Yeah. They play man-to-man coverage, send pressure, and it affects us. Like you said, it's a copycat league. And I get it. A lot of quarterbacks, Patrick Mahomes, you probably wouldn't want to do that to. But, but hey. Sitting in a zone ain't helping. He's gonna pick that apart too. Like, let's let's try it. Let's try. I get it. We're decimated in the secondary. We are. But I I truly feel these guys can at least jam up when you send in pressure, and it might help a little bit. And if they just get beat, they get beat. You saw the one play we got. I don't know. It was Blaine Dabbert. I get it. But in Dockway. Not back there. He didn't sack him, but he made Robert hurry his throw. And Sanburn looking like, I'm like, dude, can we play? Have you played tight end? Because you snagged the hell out of that interception. That was a really good interception. And then he got some positive yards, but it's like, okay, why aren't we doing this more often? I know it was well, playing Gabbert. The left tackle had gone second, down, too. It was against the second team offense. Well, actually, the Donovan Smith got hurt. So the left tackle was out of the game. Right. And that's when Ngakwe took advantage and said, hey, I know I'm better than you. And that's kind of what I mean. If like get him or other players in spots where you know that your guy is better than that guy and find some ways to, to like he, like Smoke was saying, apply pressure, play some sticky man coverage. And if you could draw a foul, I mean, dude, at least you, you know, the effort's it, there to some degree. A part, I mean, a part of me can't help but believe we're getting punked right now. Bye. <laughs> Especially by our offense, because like last year, we we were, although the first few games, we kind of were a little better offensively, but we looked the same. And it's like they're waiting for that moment again to shock the world. Like, 
like because Which when we are. start when we start rolling offensively last year, we did see those guys being wide open. Komet was like always open and feels that was his like favorite target during that stretch. Like, but it was a lot of design runs, a lot of getting moving the pocket. We're not doing that at all. We're not. And it's like it is it's baffling. And and I said this to one of my guys today, and I said, you know what I what I came away from that game from feeling the 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 big problem is and it can and it pertains to justin field our quarterback is the toughest motherfucker on our offense he got punched he got he got knocked the fuck out and he was <laughs> trying to stay in the game and more had to and he came back in and he threw a touchdown. Back, yeah. Yeah. he's the he's the toughest player on our offense even rosha a rookie. Yeah. Because Roshan, I like to... Well, you know, I, I don't know how smart... And I, I apologize, Mr. Jenkins, if you're listening. Um, I'm not certain how... I don't know where Tepin's mindset oh, well, is, but I do know that I, he I will... Did, I, did, I did say early, we miss him. We miss him. I did, I did say that. I did yeah. say that. We you're miss right. him. We right. do miss Tevin Jenkins. <laughs> I don't care what nobody say. All that talk they was talking about, his demeanor, his attitude. We miss that month. We miss him. Yeah. Once he comes yeah. back, where does where does he slot in? Put him at left tackle. You put him at left tackle while here, go back to center. <laughs> I mean, put him at left right. guard. Left I'm sorry. Guard. Oh, Actually, no, no, no. Left. Put him at left tackle. Put him at left I tackle. say put him at left tackle. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I. I really feel you put him in 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 the rookie on the right and left tackle. Move move goddamn put Braxton John. Well, he won't be he's back. Not, back. But put put Borm on the inside and put put Borm in left guard, put Nate Davis back at right guard and put Cody at, at center. Now now you should have a, a more you have guys that actually work together. With Borum, Whitehair, and Jenkins. And and one thing, I think Jenkins will be motivated by playing there because it's money that can come with it <laughs> if he if he perform well. <laughs> if he perform that well. Like it's it's like we miss him. We do miss him. Because one thing we were always seeing when especially when we ran the ball, that dude was Pancaking Mullins, yeah, yeah, yeah. pancaking guy. Like it, it's it's just so frustrating because that's that's the that's the NFL today. The quarterback gets the heat no matter what. But but so many of these emotional fans and they 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 quick to point out one instance where he missed a guy. Yeah, majority. They, they they so quick to point out one instance where he miss a guy, but but ignore all the other BS that happens throughout the game. Majority majority of the of the game, they just they, they, there there was nobody there. Now he does. I mean, maybe he should have taken off 
thrown the ball away at some times. Uh, he did take one bad sack, but his receiver, they, they yeah, they're not there. Not they there. let him down. They not. And, and, and DJ let him down in the past two weeks. I know y'all said last week Mooney left the game like early, but Mooney was in there all game this week. Did he play? He played. He played. He played no, yeah. I'm, I'm being, I'm being facetious. So. <laughs> I get, I get it. We got a new, a new quote unquote shiny toy. But Justin, that's that's your guy. Mooney's your guy. You and Mooney had a relationship last year that was solid. Like use him as your as your security blanket. It's a coaching staff, dude. But but you're right. You're right. Because Mooney got to get open. I mean, he's not open. But you got it's all like, this what speed. are you doing? That, yes. that that's now that you can't. Like it's 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 just frustrating, man. Some dudes don't know how to coach talent. We've seen in basketball a lot. Some guys don't know how to coach talent. Like some guys do better with less because you know they can work magic because uh, for whatever reason it looks like magic. Because he's still, everyone knows, like, oh, he's definitely talented. Oh, wow, you got that out of him? Great job. You know, when you get talent, it's like, well, what's the problem? Like, <laughs> you should what, be doing better. Like, Claypool, even though I'm disappointed, I feel we don't use him right. We're not using it. Like, dude, you should be throwing more deep passes with him. You should, when you're near, when you're 15, 20 yards in, you know, get that dude isolated. He's not getting double teamed. It's not. You look at why would I waste a double team on him if I'm the opposition? Give him some jump balls, man. And like even on that ball that he dropped, one of my boys was like, man, I think I think Fields could have led. I'm like, he's not fast enough to be led. Well, he's pretty fast. He's like four, yeah, four, but six. on that ball, I felt Fields do it the perfect way. Actually, if you go back and look at it, he Claypool hit his hand. Yeah, up. he like, went up. Beat. He went up. He went no, up, I'm but saying, I think he said I, I got him beat. the ball. The it ball should have been gone when he when he right. beat that the ball. Right, and it, that's what he's saying when your friend saying should let him. That pass should have yeah. been ahead of Claypool, so he can run underneath. And Claypool had to stop and jump right. to catch the ball, and that's what, he, he had him posted. And he, if you ask me, he should have even Claypool should have had his hands out a little bit further away from his body. But and and I get it. I'm 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 not a football guy. I think because at the point Claypool held the hand up. I think if Justin leads him, he overthrows. Him. Well, I, mean, I think. You I got to throw, throw, put air in the ball. I mean, that's where you're a professional quarterback, you know. But you, I, you I, I felt that I think the DB catches up to Claypool. Claypool ain't that fast. Dude, he's four four. He, he don't appear to be four six. Everybody four four faster with the receivers. But, but either way, yes. either way, you got to catch that ball. Yes. Yes, he did a poor job of, like you said, he, his 50-50 contest looked like 80-20 the other way. <laughs> it, just, it was not a good look. I'm like, dude, you're trying to catch the ball next to your body and the defender is right behind you. He made it easier for the defender to defend. You catch it away from you. If your hands should be strong enough to catch it away, you know, you can probably, you know, you can almost make it look like it's passing the Ferris if, the, yeah. if he's going through you to try and make you, but you keep, the, you keep your hands to your body and the ball gets there. It just looks like you didn't make the catch. It looks like good defense, which it was decent defense, but you made you made it easier on the defender. But look, man, I, I, I'll i say this. I ain't say nothing until next week about these fools. 
And I said it coming into the season, as much as everyone was saying this is about Justin, I thought this was more about the coaching staff. And it's really proven to be the case. And Eberflus, next week, this is about you. Yep. How do you – and I, I was telling the ads before we started, I'm actually encouraged about how bad the Bears are right now because I'm like, dude, this is your bottom. This is your floor. And and I think even uh, Olsen alluded to it a little bit. This is where you can kind of find out who you got – what you guys are, what you're made of. Like, how do you galvanize yourself? Like, this is that look in the mirror, all the, you know – little quotes and thing overused trite sayings come to play, but uh, it, it really comes up. Eberflus, this has got to be your coaching. This is this is that that hill you die on right it's now. It's your fate. Yes. This, this is, is your that hill you die on. Because of all the defensive coaches in the NFL, outside of Brandon Staley's dumbass, <laughs> you you have been the one to not show improvement in your side of the football. Of yeah. all the defensive coaches, Salah's defense is good. Yeah. Great. Uh, uh, great. <laughs> right. Uh, who else? I'm not going to mention Belichick. We know that. Uh, who's another defensive coach? Of course, I'm not going to mention Tomlin either. Uh In Houston, oh, I know right. a lot of Michael, I know a lot Michael of people. Ryan. A lot of people are you know praising Stroud, like, and that's another thing. Like, people want to throw at me. Look, Stroud doing this. I'm like, listen, everybody's situation is different, and I like Stroud. I, I'm a big fan of CJ Stroud, but let's not act like what uh what's the coach name? D'Amico Ryan. D'Amico Ryan's on top of the fact that for some reason Trevor Lawrence just can't beat the Texans. He made Trevor Lawrence look like a fool. I mean, he did Trevor Lawrence didn't look good. No, I look dude. I think Trevor's you know, nice, but he, he Trevor's he gets got a lot, lot of flaws, bro. He gets a lot of passes. He sure does. He gets a lot of passes. You know, but like, you know, I just feel our defensive coach. You can't you can't have a bottom defense back to back years, dog. You can't. Can't have that. Yeah, oh, if you're if you're head, you if you're the head coach. Your uh, your expertise, your your, side of the your, ball, your side of the ball has to show well. Has to, yeah, yeah. It has to show well, and that has been the problem. I know our offense has had its issues, but but let's let's keep in mind. It ain't that we got 13 straight losses. We got 13 straight losses where we've given up on the defensive side of the ball 25 <laughs> or more every single game. That is insane, bro. That that's, is that's insane. Like that that is insane. Like that. That's 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 bad. Like, and that's where you, <laughs> that's, that's really bad. <laughs> That's where you have to take some pride in in stepping up on your side of the ball. And it's like, and I was about to ask this, like when they do the pressers and stuff, all I tend to see is the offensive guys talking. Defensive guys don't talk much in press conferences and things like that. They So they they send flus to the podium. They'll send things in the quarterback. 
They're the only two at the podium now, and then the okay. rest are. They do talk in the locker room. Jalen Johnson talks a lot. Yeah, I know he goes on like different radio interviews and stuff like that. And he um, actually started yeah, the game. Own, he has his own. He has his own show. Okay, with, uh, with Parkinson Spiegel, not his own show, but on ESPN one thousand, right? Gotcha. On, uh, no, no, on the score, not on the score, on the score, on the score. Yeah, okay, yeah. Um, but like, but yeah, the other the other players do talk. Um, I don't know how many you you may not hear everything. Okay. Because of the fact that since the pandemic, I don't know if everybody, you know, as many TV stations that used to yeah. travel to games, I don't know if everybody's traveling to oh. games anymore. Um, I just, I just always only hear, either yeah. only hear or see sound or hear see clips of like the offensive players. Yeah, we, yeah. we don't have any face of the franchise defensive players this morning. Edmonds supposed well, to be, be Edmonds, yeah. We we don't have a faith nationally. I'm saying that you know that the, not nationally, but I mean we don't. It, it, he, he just got here. It's not, it's not like Erlocker who was established. You know what I'm saying? We just well, don't. We don't have that guy. One quick thing before we move on, and and I know Jalen Carter got to be thanking God he's not here. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> you know, but that goes back. You know what though? That 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 goes back to uh, having a poor organization. The reason you didn't bring that guy in was because you didn't think your locker room was ready to support a guy like that. True. So that True. that that's an issue, and he's been wreaking havoc for we the Eagles. Mind you, I mean the Eagles have a really 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 good defense, and that 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 does support True. him. But right. can you imagine him being a three technique in this right now for this he, team? And and he'd you be, and he'd be, and he'd be ineffectual. And you live with his his ups and downs. You know, right. like okay. granted, like we're living with it with with uh, our, the the tackle we we brought. And don't yeah, and don't get me wrong. Hey, I, like he's doing he's I doing like, well. I he's like Darnell well. Wright. Uh, he's he's having well. some rookie some rookie growing pains, obviously, but every rookie. Yeah, especially at, at 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 a position like tackle was going to go through. I mean, that. I'll say he's going to be he's going to be all right. I think every he's week be he's right. had the highest damn grade. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that J, that Jalen Carter dude, he he different. <laughs> and no yeah. Nolan Smith too is yeah. playing some good ball over there. Yeah, but like you said, there's a lot of other really good players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. So, so those guys can be who they are, and, and that's true. They're not, they're not, true. They're not facing that, like if if Carter were here, he'd be facing double teams almost constantly. That's where you get back on me where I say situations. Yeah, but like you that. don't. They're not double teaming nobody right now. Well, well we true. only sending four. They are double teaming somebody because it's five on the line. You you got a guard that's no. one guy's not blocking anybody. He's just sitting there watching. <laughs> it might be the full win. That's even worse. I just know we not we not winning no one on ones. I know that. That's not happening. Man, I saw well, I saw one play. It seemed like everybody bull rushed, and literally, um, Kansas City's offensive linemen were like, "Yeah." Just held them, held them at bay. You're not going anywhere, so you might as well just stop, stop moving. <laughs> just, just held them up. 
and and today was it was today it was, was embarrassing. The, today was the perfect picture for me watching Tampa and Philly. Watch how Tampa got to our quarterback, and watch how Philly manhandled them. Yeah, them, yeah. them rushers. Did you I'm see talking that was manhandled. There was there was a ash rush. There was a run by Swift where I swear you could you could have fit a Mack truck through uh through that <laughs> hole, man. And I'm like, why why can't we be like that? And I'm like, old oh, ass Jason Kelsey out there leading leading the way for him. Unbelievable. So I'm like, people wanna people wanna blame the sexy position, and I get it. But like I tell people, and that's other things don't change Chicago, bringing in a guy like Caleb Williams who likes to do exactly what y'all say Justin do. Sitting back there holding the ball, dancing. I'm not. I think he's going to do that in the NFL. We'll get his ass rocked. Yeah. Right quick with that one. I don't know if I said it last week or not with Caleb Williams. I was looking at the quarterbacks who should be coming out next year from like Caleb Williams, Michael Penix Jr., Shadur, Drake May. Uh, Bo Nix looking at those guys and see how long they held the ball. They hold the ball for eternity. Caleb holds it. Shadur holds holds it longer than I would like, and it was his was two point eight seconds. Freaking Caleb Williams dude was three almost three point one. It's like three point zero nine, three point zero eight. That's that's where you know people just just enamored by numbers. Right. I'm like hammered by numbers. I'm like you can't do that in pros. And he he when when when, off the, his... when when the when the media love you, mm-hmm. they love you, they love you, and that's what it come down to. Hey, let's use let's use that to go go on to college football here. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people, a lot a lot a lot of people, a little 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 hurt, emotional. With, uh, Man, so emotional. With Colorado going down to Oregon this week. I mean, it, they it, not they not heard about them going down. They heard about the coach's message to his team. What was wrong with 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 it with was what, uh, what's listen, his name Lanning? What what was wrong with what he said? The only thing was wrong with what he said was the camera was in the locker room. There's not a coach in America that's not giving that kind of speech to his team to pump them up to go out there and kick the opponent's ass. People talking about he's jealous of Dion and and and, and we've all been on here highly supportive of Dion in this in this move. But I'm I'm a coach. I coach baseball and I and I coach youth. And I know I've said some things about my <laughs> opponent to my team to rile them up far worse than what that man has ever said. Far worse. Like, <laughs> like he talking to his team, they like, but he knew the camera was in. I don't give a damn. He talking to his team. Dion, the one made post pregame speeches to your team popular to where everyone wants to see what the pregame speech is about. Especially when you're playing him. He talked it and they walked it and they sure kicked their ass. Yeah. And, and, and it is what it is. Ain't got nothing to do with jealousy. Everybody talking about Dion to get him later. No, he won't. They ain't in the same damn conference. <laughs> <I'm saying> conference <laughs> right. He don't see him again. <laughs> and and if he do, and if they do see each other, 
Is it a bowl game? It'll be a bowl game or something, and Oregon is still going to be relevant enough to where they're going to have the quit the the adequate talent to still win a game, possibly. I'm not doubting Dion being able to bring in those guys in the trenches to compete later oh, he on. De- he definitely will. I'm not. I'm not doubting that. But like, let's not act like what Oregon is like not going to be able to do the same. Like that's my thing. Like, 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 come on, people. Let's let's. This is why these coaches feel the way they feel, because had Dion went in there and upset Oregon. After that speech he gave, y'all would have been clowning the Oregon. Yep. Now y'all mad at this man because he gave that speech and his guys got went out there and executed what he wanted them to execute. The Cinderella story is over. I would have said the <laughs> same damn thing. <laughs> I would have said the same thing. People talking about he they didn't like the he said clicks. He tried. He did that for clicks itself. Listen, Oregon ain't got to do nothing for clicks. They got they got Phil Knight back in them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they ain't got to do nothing for clicks, man. They, they they got one of the greatest facilities in, in the history of, like, of all sports facilities. Like, uh, come on, Eugene. Like, like they are they are adequate enough. To get what they need in there, they they They're started. A, they started the uniform game. Started, mm-hmm. like so. He didn't need none of that. Like he just he motivated his boys to let them know that this ain't let down time. We going out here to make a statement. I now was, I'm I'm interested to see what Lincoln Riley gonna say. He ain't gonna say nothing because y'all just don't see him talking. <laughs> I, I just, but, but, but it is what it is. Dion know what he got to do to improve that program. And, Absolutely. And, 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 and what happened until next year? And, and, <laughs> and, the, and the first three games had the world fool. And mm. Oregon, and Oregon showed them. Mm. Well, I ain't going to say the first, I ain't going to say, say, no. say the, I ain't going to say the first three. The casual say the first fan, two. maybe. Maybe a casual fan. Because that Colorado State. But yeah. I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. Opened what people, a lot of opened a lot of real viewers' eyes. I don't. I don't know what people thought they were, uh, what they were expecting in now, this game. Now and I will say I didn't expect them to win. Of course, in our picks last week, I picked them to cover. I yeah. Because I I because for me, Pac-12 defenses, the better defenses have always been at the. The kind of the schools that didn't really get talked a lot about much, like the Oregon Arizona. State, the Washington, Arizona. you know, like they those were the teams that had the defenses. Oregon never truly had, at least in my recollection, they never really had a defense. To me, that that sh- that that did what they did. I felt I felt Colorado would be able to score some. Yeah, I didn't. I, didn't think, I wasn't expecting. I didn't think they would win. Shut out. Yeah, I thought they, they would lose they, by seventeen. They put six. It was twenty-one. Right. I, I was expecting a. <laughs> I was expecting a thirty-five seventeen game. Thought they would lose by seventeen. I didn't yeah. think they would lose by twenty-one, but I definitely thought they would lose. Yeah, I was and expecting then like like next week. Like I definitely don't believe in USC defense. 
but I can, but I can, suspect. But I can, but I can absolutely see their defense all of a sudden rising to the occasion versus the opponent. Well, the one thing Colorado State proved, and Nebraska did a little bit too, you being physical. Be physical yeah. with those guys everywhere, like the receivers, especially. Uh, they don't. They being Colorado, they do not have a running game. They just they, they don't. don't. That's that's the that um, that's what needs to be fixed. And and that's right. And that's the thing where they need to find a way to you know do the extended pass, where it's like an extended handoff kind of stuff. Find ways to get those guys on the perimeter quicker, sooner. Uh, maybe some misdirection type stuff because. The way they try to run now, it's getting stuffed, and they don't have the bodies to push it, and they really struggle. It really becomes even more evident inside the ten yard line or and at goal line situations. So, but yeah, man, it. it I mean, look, when Nebraska can str- make you struggle for a half, and when Colorado State can push you to overtime, those are two teams that play physical, but they don't have the talent, skill level wise. When you start playing teams that have the physicality and, and the skill, the skill. And the other thing I noticed in the Colorado Oregon game, and I was saying it at work, I was like, uh, y'all need to hit the weight room. Yeah. Because I was I was seeing dudes where I'm like, dude, you you getting out muscled. It didn't mean about being physical. I mean, that's part of it, but you just getting out muscle. I'm like, dude, like y'all just not big enough. And if, and I'm like, like, bigger, like if I'm or big enough or fast right. enough, man. Fast bigger, man. bigger, stronger. I was talking, I was talking uh, I was I was talking to Dave Wanstat today about that. He was like, Man, they were just they were just so much bigger and faster. They couldn't, Man, they, they couldn't keep up. People were killing me last week because I said Shadur Sanders is slow. <laughs> they were killing me last week. He, he, he don't need to be fast. He a true pocket passer. Okay. He'd be a little okay. faster. <laughs> okay. And, and he could he can't get away from rushers. Like he's slow. He really does look like Tom Brady back there. Sometimes. Like he's slow. Like and that's not a that's not a knock on him because I like I I think he throws a good ball, but you're a brother. <laughs> I'm just gonna be real with you. You're a brother. Hey, uh, uh, Byron Leftwich did it. Byron Leftwich was like three hundred pounds. Like, like, man, Shadur is a small dude. No, I think Shadur is bigger than I think he's bigger than people think, man. He's like what six three, six two, six three, about two fifteen, two twenty. Yeah, yeah. Shadur is man, he's getting bigger. I'm about to look it up. In today's age, that means you should be running a four five. Shadur is running like about a four eight nine. (laughs) He does. He has no like. So in their first game when they played TCU, I was like, dude, Shadur's handsome. Well, oh, you are. It's taking so long. <laughs> just like, oh, yeah. dude, He's 6'2", like, 215. Yeah. So that's not that big. What, what, what's, what's, that's, that, that's, that's, not, that's not that heavy that he can't be running 4'6". <laughs> at least. I mean, come on. Like you said, yeah, I expect a brother 6'2", in today's age, 215, okay. he's running at least a 4'6". I, I, I had to go look up Justin because Justin's 6'3, 227. Justin's 6'3, 230, run a full. And, full, Justin, full flat. and Justin is fast. He's fast. <laughs> look, when Micah, when you get to the pro, Shadur, and Micah Parsons is. Exactly. Uh, He's not going to be able to get away from these guys, man. 35. He's running a 4'3. You're done. 
Like that's so, my thing. Like so yeah, so I took I took the points in real life. And uh Sorry didn't didn't go so well. Uh USC now. Uh, uh, should I should I should I take the points there? Yes, I do. I think you should because USC is a classic Lincoln Riley team. They they'll they'll do some stuff and like why was why was Arizona State even in that game last week? I mean, come on. At one point, it looked like Arizona had a chance to pull the upset. I mean, yeah. And and and, and USC hasn't looked good against. I forget what other like. I don't know if it was Cal Poly or it was, it was some kind of school they played. It was like, why are you struggling? Like, you're just not looking as good, you know, as dominant as you should. Um, I, yeah, I, I would take the points because I think I think Colorado wants to look a little better. They, they're definitely going to have to change some things up. I think Dion is really going to get after his coaches even more so this week. And I think they'll do things to try and take the air out of the ball. So that USC doesn't keep you know getting on the field. Like like you 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 mess up and try and score fast and you don't against Oregon and USC, they will put 70 on you. Yeah. You know? Um, so I, I think it's a smart and I think down if anything, you know, we'll see how much what he says has an impact on his coaches in terms of them making the week to week adjustment. Um because yeah, I was thinking about that. You know, you were talking earlier about uh, how if you're a head coach, usually your side of the ball where you're, you know, the specialist should be the good side. I'm like, Dion was like never like a coordinator. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, yeah. I know, I know he's Dion, well, but he played defense, but Dion also played a little bit of offense too. I'm like, I'm like, Dion was... to me is like he's like like a legitimate CEO. CEO. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I agree. I agree. So, so I don't know how, and in saying that, I don't know how much he's going into. We truly don't know what rooms. side of the ball he favors. Well, I know when he was coaching high school, he was he was the offensive coordinator. That's I always thought that too. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know if, and with Shadur being uh, the quarterback, I don't know if he spends more time with the offense. Yeah, I don't. That's a good question. I don't sense. think even even with all with all the access they've given us over the last couple of years, him in Jackson State, and now I don't think we know that it was right. a CEO type thing, right? He's a CEO. It was a CEO yeah. type thing. Yeah, he's a CEO, and that's fine because that's that's what he that's what he you know he is in personality, and and he does a, it's a whole bunch of other stuff he does. He's uh, he's that, a hybrid that, coach, right? But he. he, he and, you know, he's well, it's not that there's nothing. You know what? No, 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 nothing wrong. No, 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 nothing wrong with that. Not at all. Like, you just got to make sure guys that when you hire, you got to hire coaches. Yeah, he, he, he got, he got, he went and got some guys. I that, know that had cachet around college football. So I know my my college coach, he uh, Joe Taylor. He's in the College Football Hall of Fame, and uh, before my freshman year. He was always the offense. He was the head coach and and offensive coordinator. Um, and Hampton moved to Division One in '95. I got there in '97. '97, he was still holding on to that uh, to that position. And uh, once that season ended, he was like, "I, you know, I really need to get an offensive coordinator because I need to focus my responsibilities on on other things." And so he went out and you know he had an extensive search. But and ended up 
promoting uh, one of our coaches within, Donald Hill Ellie, who was uh, since then has been a head coach at Morgan State and at uh, Alabama State, but he elevated him to offensive coordinator because he wanted to be more of that CEO guy, and it, and it ended How up. How was your offense? Offense was really was good. We had we had we had. I mean, we were MEAC champs uh, in '97. He was the offensive guy. Yeah, well, his yeah. side of the no, ball. Offensive, offensive, <laughs> and it, and it, but it, you know what though? It got better. It got better the, over the years when he became under, the, the under the offensive coordinator. Not and not not because his coaching wasn't wasn't as good, but I think that you know he was able to focus uh, his talents on on other things. And hey, he's in the Hall of Fame now. So uh, so yeah, there's nothing wrong with with that with the CEO style. He's got to know what works. What yeah, what works and who who's good at you making get it the, work. You got to yeah. get the right people in place. Yeah. Hey, uh, Ohio State and Notre Dame. That was probably the the game of the week. Um, Notre Dame should have won that oh, no. game. Should have won right. Right. I'm sorry. Should have won that sorry. game. Yeah. But but uh, they had a uh, Ohio State had a, had a late first and goal, or excuse me, they were in goal territory. The last two plays of the game. They Notre Dame only has on 10 players on the field. How does that happen? I, I don't get that. And uh, yes. Marcus Freeman came out after the game and said, yeah, we realized it, but we didn't want to take the penalty there. But then how does that happen twice in a row? Right. The first time I get, okay, cool. You got that. At that point. What's the penalty? Someone running out there late and they're hiking the ball? I mean, yeah, what's they, the didn't, they, didn't want, they didn't want to get a substitution penalty. But even if they took the penalty, it would have been how, it would have been a, a couple inches. Yeah. And how's the substitution? You're not substituting nobody. You, you bring somebody in. You didn't well, they came out so, they, out. so they came out. I think the first one was off a timeout. There was a timeout call. And so everybody came off. And then when they came back onto the field, only 10 guys showed up on the field. Same thing. You're not no one's coming off as someone's coming on, so it's not a substitution. Well, that's that was the that was the excuse. Given. I mean, but, but like literally, not, the definition of word is sense. to exchange. There's an exchange made. I'm substituting one for the other. In this case, if there's no one for the other, it's one yeah. because you need another. <laughs> you know, we, we need another. It's not substitution. Get out of here. <laughs> you know, so well, I don't see so, where that would be a penalty. In college, do they have a certain area where they can't go beyond to get on the field, like the sideline? Well, you still got to be able to get there, though. I know the, no, team, that's what the teams have to stop at the 20. Right, but that's why. Still, that's what, so that's why yeah. I'm wondering if that's what he, if he ran on because he has to run on behind the offense to get to his side of the ball. Maybe right. I'm just, I'm, I'm just, I'm just it saying. Still make sense. You take, it still doesn't take make the, sense. You take the penalty. Yeah, because even if it's penalty, half the distance at that again. point. Yes, I still don't see why you get penalized. You're not substituting nobody. Yeah. What if they snap only, what if they snap the, the ball while you're still like that's Smoke the said, only way you get he's coming in, he's coming in on the offensive side of, of, of the football. But it's just, it's the same thing you're saying, you know. You just take that's the, the only way you get penalized. Right. I mean, you, I mean you take a chance. They may not you, hey, you running out there may make them be like, what's going on? Right. <laughs> I mean, you know, they, you know, they 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 might be like, Well, where's he gonna be? You know, I, you know, I don't know. I mean, but like you said, on top of it, how does that happen twice? Twice, right, right. Well, the first <laughs> time I get, I, I, hey, that happens. That was the funniest social media game ever. 
because when it looked like Ohio State was about to win, man, Ryan Day came win the big one. <laughs> then when Notre Dame lost, Notre Dame Father, came win the big one. By the way, <laughs> why does Ryan? Why does Ryan Day care what Lou Holtz said? Dude, what you said they use whatever they can to motivate the team. So Lou Holtz, before the game, Lou Holtz was on. Was on. Uh, was it on Pat game McAfee. day? Or it was Pat, Pat McAfee, McAfee show? That's right. It was on Pat McAfee on Friday. He basically said that you know Ohio State's not a tough team. Uh, Notre Dame, he thinks is going to win because they're 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 the tougher team, yeah. and uh, you know Ohio State hasn't the won. The, they haven't won the big game. And uh, yeah, and th- and that sort of thing. And Ryan Day was just man; he was beside himself yeah. after the, after they pulled out the one. I was like, man, why are you that emotional about what Lou Holtz of all people said? Of course, he's gonna say that he's a he's a Notre Dame mascot now. What what's he what's he supposed to say? I didn't even know Lou Holtz. Never mind. <laughs> I know where you were going there. <laughs> Because he's number five on your Deadpool list. Let <laughs> me not oh, say man. that. Hey, Lou Holtz, that's my guy, though, man. But yeah, I, I, I mean, I get. Okay, you you use it to to rile your team up, you know. But man, Ryan Day, he he went out. He said, "We play, we play one bad half of football in four years." <laughs> yeah. He- I'm like, dude, you you've been taking what they've been saying. It wasn't just Lou Holtz. That was, Lou Holtz was just the the, the brunt. He was a, the poster boy for all the, the stuff that's been coming at you about what you can and cannot do. Lou Holtz is not and, and if I'm Ryan man, Day, let, him, let let him be. <laughs> Come on, for Ryan Day, I kind of get it because it's like, dude, like I've been to the championship game. I've been to like the playoffs like three out of four years. I've had. Like y'all act like I'm a I'm a bum. It's like, <laughs> like, now, like like now like now now that now that Michigan has finally beat me, right? Now right. I'm, now I'm terrible. a bum. Right now I'm because a bum because all of a sudden. because Harbaugh was a bum before he right. finally beat me. Right now he's amazing. It's, it's they, they, you know it's like man you, you you sometimes these coaches tell themselves like how thin skinned they are like yeah you, your ears are, are, are pointy too you, you hear everything somebody's saying I just I just didn't expect that by the way Harbaugh Bears coach would would you pony up the money for that Yep Yeah I, I would at this point but I think it's just because. I don't want to say I'm desperate, but I feel like at least I got somebody who's going to punch somebody else. He's going to throw some punches. Oh, man, yeah. you ain't got to be shameful. Down. Yes, we desperate. I'm actually I'm, I'm on ESPN's page right now. His picture is up. And you guys brought him up. So I I wouldn't mind that. I wouldn't hey, mind that. He, bring, him, probably, bring him home. He would leave Michigan to come here. That might be the here's the other thing. It's funny you say that. And I, I know we weren't gonna talk about the Bears anymore, but I'm I'm there's always gonna be somebody who wants a head coaching job. But it, I heard someone make a comment like we're so cheap that you you know you we get what we pay for. We always find somebody that's the first of this, the first of that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, I mean, a lot of coordinators. I mean, the guy in Miami, he's his first coordinating job. The guy in Minnesota is his first head coaching job. I mean, they weren't really coordinating. They weren't really an offensive coordinators. McVay was, you know. 
a lot of times it's these guys' first time doing something, you know, that, that happens. Someone leaves, someone gets a chance, and then you yeah. see what happens. But to his point, we do seem to not really spend on, you know, no, we weren't trying to get Sean Payton here, or you know what I mean, or, right. or whatever. And I'm not the biggest Sean Payton fan, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah. So, but yeah, history I mean, history says it. Since I, I'm, don't quote me, but I'm pretty sure since George Hallis, the only head coach with experience that John we've Fox hired Fox, since then is is John Fox. John Fox. Yeah. Yeah, that didn't go too well. But but see, then we go to the opposite end. We get the guy that's like over over the hill, over the hill. Yeah, yeah. right. Uh, but you know what? To your point, our ball previous head coaching experience in NFL, current head coaching job. Got, so he's got to a Super coaching. Bowl. Got to Super Bowl. Got to back to back NFC Championship games. Coached up he's a Colin Kaepernick. Yep, had success. Yeah, and that, you know what? Actually, it makes a lot of sense. Look, that's, I hope Michigan what, wins. That's, that was the first thing I thought about. Yeah, <laughs> I hope Michigan wins a national championship so he can leave go to Chicago Bear and maybe save uh, Justin's career. I'm this not point, saying. I'm just saying. Yeah, at this think point, think about Justin, it. No, the Bears they're going to go for Kellen Moore. <laughs> and I don't, I don't think know. that's a bad idea. I, but if hardball is on the table. I, hey. I go for I go for Harvard. Kevin Kevin Warren go go get him. That's all. I'm throw that out there. Throw that out there. Yeah, Big Ten ties. So. Yeah, I'm saying. <laughs> hey yo, let's go to picks, fellas. Um, last week, not a, not a good week for us as a, as a collective. I went one and two. Smoke, you were zero and three. Glenn, you were one and two. Uh, Glenn, you're still the top dog at seven and two, and Smoke and I are tied at four and five. Um, but I was in last place last week, so I'll continue to go first here. Uh, let's see. I'm gonna take uh with my first pick. I'm going to take Bowling Green. They are plus 22 and a half going to Georgia Tech. Oh, you really? Bowling Green? Do you know anything about that program? Uh, I know that they've kept some games close this year, okay. including a mm-hmm. uh, a 31-6 loss at Michigan. <laughs> very, so I think they, they, they should be able to, uh, to cover mm-hmm. That was, probably, that, was, that was probably plus 28 or 27 for them. So, yeah. Uh, it was probably more than that. <laughs> probably more than that. Um, I'm going to go Syracuse plus the seven at home against Clemson. That was a Clemson hard time. It is seven. And uh, let's do an NFL game. Uh, you know what? Fuck it. Let's take uh let's take the Bears plus the three and a half. I know we talked all types of crap about them today, but uh they're gonna come out. They're gonna they're gonna come out and look all right this week. I, I got faith. Spoke who you got. All right, George Michael. <laughs> I'm gonna go uh Detroit minus one and a half over Green Bay. Mm-hmm. Thursday night. All right. Also gonna go Bears. 
plus three and a half. Let's see Central uh, Patriots. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going. I'm going. I'm going all north. I'm going all north. I'm going uh -oh. Minnesota minus three and a half over Carolina. All right, going all north. Chris Berman would be proud. The NFC Nars. <laughs> all right. Uh, well, well, what you got? Unlike yourselves, and I said it earlier, so I got to stick by it. I'm going to take the Bears for their first win outright. I'm play the money line. You know, the first round. All right, close. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck plus with that. Three. Yeah, I know, right? Plus three and a half, as uh, you guys said, versus the Broncos. I think that they, uh, I think that the Broncos dislike their coach. <laughs> I don't know if he has that locker room that they're going to play for him. Uh, Eber Flues might be like, look, guys. So I'm going for the Flues. Uh, and I'm going to do my other two big college games. I'm going to take Duke uh, plus five and a half versus Notre Dame. Notre Dame. Duke's been playing some good ball. Yeah, they really have been. Uh, that's Carol from last year. And I was torn between. Washington minus 18 at Arizona for the crushing fools. But I know Tennessee has some payback. I know it's at Tennessee. I'm going to take South Carolina plus 12 and a half. It's my balls. Where is that game? It's in Knoxville, but sometimes a school just played another team better. Believe it or not, it's just weird. And Syracuse, I think SC, they they need a win, or at least you know they need to try and, and and do as best they can to get a win. I think they feel like they they understand how Tennessee does what Tennessee does. I think I'm gonna stay up and watch this uh, Washington Arizona game on Saturday night. You watch Washington because I'm kind of Washington and Texas is looking good. I mean. Texas still got to get through Oklahoma and TCU. And there's another school that's uh, Kansas. I think they've got Kansas coming up as well. I think they play Kansas this week. Texas does. Um, so they've got some ranked teams down the line, but Texas is looking pretty nice, dude. Washington and the Big Ten teams are looking good with Michigan, Ohio State, and uh, Penn State. So Florida State had a tough one, but they 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 gritted it out. But again, they still got to play, I think, North Carolina and Miami. So, yeah, man, Washington. It might be the creme de la creme in the Pac-12. All right. Well, that'll do it for this week's edition of the Easy Smoke and the GM Podcast. I want to thank everyone for listening. We greatly appreciate it. You can catch our podcast at Apple Podcasts, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Our Heart Radio, or wherever you find your favorite podcast. You can also catch us at hp53productions.com. There you find our podcast and the Super Duper Podcast, hosted by Rob Griggs, and you can find me on there as well. And the Father Good Podcast, hosted by Marshall Givens and Kenny Stevenson. Yo, Glenn. Good gift. Please take us out. Hey, it's like we always say, we ain't saying we're right. We just know we ain't wrong. It's Chicago Bears. Get it right, fellas. Please get it right next Man, week. Man, they better win this <laughs> damn game against the Denver Broncos. I'm telling you that. They stole our colors, by the way. That should be the rallying cry. <laughs>